Bloom, that's B-L-U-U-M, started in 2011 as a beautifully curated service for new parents to discover the best products for their child. Bloom sends a monthly box of five full-size, high-value products to discover that are perfectly staged for the child's age, gender, and developmental stage. The retail value of the products always exceeds the monthly subscription fee. Each subscriber gets a 100% personalized box rather than a 0-6 to month-old box, a 6-12 to month box. It's going to be personalized for your children. For example, say Stacy's child, I don't know who Stacy is, but uh, her mom has got it going on. <laughs> Stacy's child may begin teething in month five, but Jennifer's child may be teething in month eight. We're only going to send products that are relevant to you right now. So Stacy may receive the teether in month five. Jennifer won't get it until month eight. You'll be able to track your child's milestones in your Bloom account to customize the products you're receiving. There's smart algorithms in Bloom that perfectly curate all boxes to your liking, but the cute packaging is still made with a good old human touch. A baby needs three things, mom, dad, and Bloom. Bloom works with 450 brands and more than 1,000 different products that were all handpicked by Bloom's teams of parents. You can review products and earn reward points redeemable in the Bloom shop for products that can be added to your next box so you can see what other parents are getting in their boxes. Go to bloom.com slash turning. That's B-L-U-U-M dot com slash turning. And use promo code CAR40 for 40% off the first month of all monthly 3, 6, and 12-month plans. Free shipping and even an additional shop of toys, books, and childcare products that can be added for free shipping with a subscription. Last time, bloom.com slash turning. Use promo code CAR40 for 40% off. So we're going to do the thing now? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'm John Moltz. I'm Lex Friedman. I'm John Armstrong. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to turning this car around. stepped on his line i did it on purpose <laughs> i wanted to see what would happen well i was this delay thing is driving me crazy i don't know how to You're not talking have about the delay side. like it's super delayed um on delay on delay on delay something like that i i only hear I'm myself sorry, i'm sorry we have breaking news right now you guys yeah um apple watch event announced for march 9th awesome <laughs> I'll get my kids. We're going. The wrong. I'm going to bring this the kids. Is the wrong podcast. March 9th. That's quick. So anyway. you're on the good list, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, did you get the invitation? No. Or, are you Are you kidding did, me? Or did you get the uh, the the rebound? I got, I got the yes. <laughs> I got the same link that Lex got from Dan. <laughs> Some other podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, ne- you never heard of it. <laughs> I didn't get an invitation. That's uh, really disappointing. Uh, I know. I know. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's there's one that's going unused. Um, so I don't know. Mm. <laughs> anyway, are you guys going to take the kids? Then is that what's going to happen? <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 It's a family. It's a family event. Yeah. yeah you just you just show up at. Uh, at, uh, you know what Cupertino I think is going to happen? They're going to be like, hey, it's it's Apple Watch, and we're just kidding. There is no watch. We su- we suggest you put down your phone and watch your children. And, oh, that's, and then they're going to say, boom, Apple Watch. <laughs> okay, so you're I think saying you're wrong. Apple <laughs> is not going to announce a watch. I <laughs> right. think you're wrong. They're going to announce a pro-family like initiative. parent involvement initiative. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Okay. All right. I would rather die than wear an Apple Watch. Oh God, man, Jeez. that's not true. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I was just trying to come up with a segue. That was the best I could do. That's not very good. No. <laughs> well, I'm an amateur. Yeah. Right. Right. I, I like do want to. I, I do have some follow up. 
Um, oh. Last time I talked about how the kids liked Charlie with the exception of Charlie. It's my old dog. The kids liked Cody with the exception of Anya, who was really enamored of him for day one and then was had backed way off and, you know, would only talk to Cody when there was a gate between them and um, really just did not was spending most of her time upstairs where he's kind of penned in the kitchen most of the time right now. But yesterday, just starting yesterday, she really, she wanted to know, can I go play with Cody since I finished my breakfast? And then she went down to say goodnight to him before bedtime. Um, she played with him after school. And then today again, she was like, can I eat a short breakfast so I can have more Cody time? Ah, and so wow. just yesterday she, uh, she turned this dog ownership around and it was very exciting. <laughs> very proud over here. Thank you. I'm Tell I'm recording you. standing today so that I can just you know everything Lex says I can immediately walk off, <laughs> push down the. I moved I moved the mic because I thought I might as well. I'm getting a reputation instead of just you know having to stand up every time. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just, I thought it was going to be I thought it was going to be months till she was cool with the dog, but no, that's good. She's down. Yeah, yeah. that is great. Uh, yeah, it's good that uh, she's playing with Cody because I think Charlie's probably not so much fun. To play with right now. <laughs> no, he is not. Um, <laughs> I will say, and this is a real segue. Um, there was a yesterday he was chewing on. Well, I'm not gonna say what he was chewing on because I don't want to get emails from people telling me that he shouldn't chew on rawhide. But he was chewing, chewing on a thing. That I'm not gonna say what it was, and he yes. tore off a piece. No, I, well, we don't buy that crap. But so no. he's chewing on a piece, and I was like. Cody, let me see that before you swallow it. I want to make sure it's not too big for you. I don't want to have anything get stuck in there. And he wouldn't let me see it. He was like dodging around. He's trying to get my hands out of his <laughs> mouth. And then he like, just, he just chokes it down. And I'm like, oh, great. He swallowed it. And I was like, he swallowed it. Is Cody going to die? Is he going to die right now? And then Liam, who barely understands anything. And he's like, wait, Cody's dying. Cody's going to die right now. And so it was a whole thing. We're like, no, we don't have to worry that Cody's going to die. He's just fine. <laughs> but I was like, well, now that he's part of the family, he is going to die someday and he's going to die before any of us. And that's going to be really, really horrible. horrible. And I was like, yes, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring the room down. Yeah. Good times in the Freeman house. Huh. And so, uh, was there a, uh, a long discussion about death? Uh, at that time? No, we just said, no, I mean, yes, he, he will die one day, but what's important is we're going to enjoy every day we have with Cody. That's smart. And, and, and then and then the podcast was over. Well, yeah. I think we're done. Yeah. <laughs> what else, what else can it? you do, well, really? John, <laughs> I, want, I think John Armstrong has to lead this, because this, this was his topic idea. So Armstrong, guide us here. Okay. We need, your, we need your help. All right. In my life... I definitely do. I have a lot of girls. I have my daughters and my girlfriend daughters, and I'm really having a hard time right now not with the daughters, but with my microphone, because I'm experiencing a significant <laughs> delay. When what I speak. the hell are you doing over there? I don't know. It's driving me crazy. I'm going to stop, and we're going to reboot. It's the death because I can't talk like this. It's driving me it insane. All right. So, so what do we do? give me? Just a couple of seconds. All right. I'm going to pause. But so where were we, John? You were gonna you were gonna set the stage for death. Here we go. Uh, okay, so I have kids. I have in my life. I have uh, kids who are kind of literalists. You know, they're they're literally like 
they take things very little. So it's hard to explain uh, idioms, expressions, you know, oh, that's just an expression. No one's really going to like turn on it. They're not going to put a dime on the street <laughs> and then drive their car and turn on that dime. Okay. That kind of thing, right? So, <laughs> so you say. Let, it's like, uh, are you guys familiar with Amelia Bedelia books? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, what she's she has some serious mental problems, but yes. <laughs> well, <clears throat> okay. Uh, let's just say that there's a couple of girls in my life who are, um, they You're not going to say Amelia in that Bedelia category. Yes. Okay. okay. Like so thanks, Lex. There. Good no. job, Friedman. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, Once again. it's not that they're damaged or, or ill. It's just that they're literalists. They've, that's how they see the world. And they, right. you know, um, and so like Drax, the destroyer, they will, I'm not familiar with. You could set those two up. Amelia Bedelia and Drax, the destroyer. What a great couple. Mm. What's Drax from? <laughs> Guardians of the galaxy. Wait, he's a literalist. He's a literalist. Remember? Is he the, is he yeah. the big guy who's he's the, the crazy big guy? Language? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Right. Sorry, it's um, nothing it's goes over my ways. head. I'm too uh, you're fast. I sure. catch it. Drax is a that's a good that's a very much more modern reference. Yeah, Drax. So Drax, Amelia, Bedelia, same, same. Um, anyway, so you're I'm used to answering questions that are of that kind of you know, like, well, that's just a turn of phrase. And it just means it turns quickly. Like if we're going to turn on a dime, it means a dime is small. And that's a smaller radius than a quarter, certainly or a, you know, other circular object. <laughs> and you have these crazy conversations, because you're trying to explain stuff. And typically, you're doing something else when you're explaining like driving, or trying to get out the door to go somewhere or whatever. And but the kid is just like, No, I want to know the answer. Why is it not what I'm what I don't even understand. And so anyway, uh -huh. when questions that are more intense come out, like what happens when you die or so-and-so has died in the family or friends or whatever, how do you explain that to kids? Not just the literalist kids, of course, but all, all children. How do you guys handle it? And second, if you have a child like that, who's kind of literal, you know, like burial can be a thing right? Like caskets. Uh -huh. um, they're in the ground. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff, a lot of layers there. Yeah, which is kind of weird, right? It is. I mean, like if you're coming to terms with that for the first time, like where is grandpa? Right. <laughs> well, right. grandpa's in the ground right now. He's yeah. got stash my, in this. My kids have attended more funerals than I would have liked. Um, but they didn't always, like one was when the, you know, even the oldest was pretty young for an aunt. Um, an aunt that they they were young enough when she died that they don't remember who she is. Um, more recently, uh, Aunt Linda died, and that was unexpected. She died young and didn't have anything wrong with her at the time. Um, and so they didn't... Uh, we talked about death then, right? And we said, you know, people are going to be very sad, and it's okay if you're sad. And we told the girls one by one. We didn't tell Liam at the time he was too young to get it. But when we tell the girls, Anya um, cracked this enormous smile as we explain it. And it was a little bit disturbing. But then when I looked it up afterwards, it's like, well, actually, I looked it up afterwards. But even before I could look it up, Lauren was like, this is extremely common. And this is how kids sometimes react when they hear things that make them really right. uncomfortable. That's totally different for them, whatever. Um, 
but she's an expert and I don't know shit. So I looked it up and <laughs> but she had this big smile, but she had a lot of questions. And, we, and, and then she said, well, I'm scared to go to Uncle Mort's house because I don't know what to, to do or say or how to act. And we said, all you have to do is just, you, you can tell everybody you're, you're so sorry. If you feel sad, you can tell everybody you feel sad. And then you can just give everybody lots of hugs because you guys are cute and you'll cheer everybody up. And so that's what they did. They did a lot of hugging everybody and trying to cheer everybody up, which was sweet. Uh, just one second. <laughs> so far, this is going super good. This is a great time. <clears throat> everything, I'm, back. I'm back. I'm back. Everything could, it couldn't be going better. It's smooth as ice. Yes. <laughs> so that was, that was, uh, I don't know. And then even more recently, great grandma Evie died. And, uh, you know, none of the kids cried about it or anything, but you know, they, they talked about being sad in different ways. And so every once in a while they, um, they say this, when we drive by where her house was, they go, this is where grandma Evie used to live. And you know, I miss grandma Evie, but they didn't, we haven't yet had to have the conversation about what happens when you die. Um, or what's it like? And I'm grateful because I don't want to have that conversation. Yeah. Uh, See, I'm, I'm that, well, that's my thing. (laughs) (laughs) I am, uh, I'm an avoider (laughs) and, uh, I don't, uh, I don't, so I, Karen's much better at stuff like that. So, you know, thank God. (laughs) Is is she the designated, like, she's the designated death talker. (laughs) Death, death whisperer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because, um, I don't, uh, he hasn't had anybody really close to him die yet. Um, the that principal arranged molts. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, I didn't. And I'm sure it's being arranged as we speak. Um, the principal at, uh, their school, uh, unfortunately passed away. He was a wonderful guy and Hank, you know, Hank knew him, you know, moderately well. He was just like, he was very personable and he, like, he knew all the kids by name and, he was a great guy and he had a long illness and then, and then passed away. So he was out of the school for at least half a year. And, um, then, uh, yeah, then he passed away. And when we told, you know, Karen had to tell Hank that, and he started tearing up then, but, um, that's the closest, that's the closest thing that's happened. Fortunately so far. Gotcha. Yeah. It'll happen eventually. Yes. (laughs) I, I, uh, I had that, I had a conversation about my death. Uh, I'm still alive. Have you checked? Great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I have checked, uh, there is a pulse. Um, (laughs) but my, uh, both the girls have gone through this, both of my, my girls have gone through this thing where, wait, I don't want you to die. And when are you going to die? Like Marlo especially is sort of when are you going to die? And I said, well, not for you know a long time. But I mean, it, we had a, it was good to have the conversation because it was like, well, that's why I always tell you I love you. I tell you all the time, and you probably you know don't notice it or anything like that. But one of the reasons I do that is, is so that if I if something happens to me and I died, you would know that I love you. And, and, um, you know, cause I heard a lot of stories growing up about that, like kind of people were kind of fucked up because they didn't have that. Like they're, they didn't know if they're dead, whoever, you know, love them. And so they've carried that around their whole life or they had at that point. And yeah, so want to avoid that one. I mean, I figure that's an easy way to avoid screwing somebody up. 
is just to say I love you. And, and then the reason for that is if I, what, what happens if I die? Um, but also it's true because I do love my girls. So there's that um, <laughs> in that case. Lex, when I tell you I love you. Eh. <laughs> I understand. I get that uh, a lot, by the way. It's, it's more theoretical. No, but, but it's, you know, we had to like, well, you know, here's how old people generally are when they die, you know, and here's how old grandpa was and, and his father. And then on the other side, here's the story. Um, and let's just be honest, my grandparents, I did not know my grandfathers at all. They, they died well before I was born. Uh, my mom was seven when her dad died. And then my grandfather died when he was in his like, you know, he was 60, I think, or whatever. So, um, and I was not even born yet. Um, so, uh, not looking good for the Armstrong men. Um, going to go to the doctor later and uh, get some stuff checked out. Anyway, point, point about death is that. Were they smokers? Uh, probably, right? Probably. Yeah. Uh, my mother's father died of appendicitis. His appendix, appendix burst and they didn't wow. catch it in time. Mm. Yeah. That's not good. No. They, Dying. they were Dying. A, it's not good. Yeah. They were, they were on a farm. And so I don't think they had right. access to phones and things. This is a long time ago. Right. I was, I was born very, you know, I was one of <laughs> the last kids ago, and my parents right? were much older. So anyway, um, anyway, death, uh, <laughs> let's get back I, to the cheery topic at hand. Well, yeah, no, no, no. But it's not, it's not just death either. It's sort of like, how do you explain things like, well, you know, like, let's say there's a kid in the classroom who's got some behavioral issues. Right. And gets yanked out of the class. You know, the kids might have their own idea about what happened, but when they talk right. about it with you, how do you kind of respond to stuff like that? Well, you know. That one's easy to me. Like, that one is not nearly as stressful. As death. Like, right. Because with that one, I'd be like, well, you know, it's it's not that he did something wrong and is getting punished. It's just the, the teacher thought that, you know, he or she needed more or different kind of classroom, or different kind of attention. And so they said, let's put him in a better place where he can succeed better. That kind of thing. Like that, I don't stress. But the people dying, I hate. <laughs> and people being really bad, I hate. Like, um, my kids will learn about 9-11 in school because I certainly have never told them about it. My mom wanted to know if she could get one of my daughters, um, uh, you know, a, a chapter book, a novel, uh, that was going to be about the Holocaust. And I was like, well, ask me again in a year. I, they don't know about it yet. And I feel like they don't have to know about it yet because it's, there's an innocence robbing that's going to happen when they realize that bad guys can be real too. And I've so far worked mostly to avoid it, hmm. which is maybe wrong. I don't know. Well, um, it's not, you know, I don't steer conversation to those topics. <laughs> he's heard about nine. I mean, he's heard about nine 11. Um, he's also, he's always been very interested in like when historical figures died and how they died. Um, and I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure why. He doesn't angrily. seem like he doesn't seem what <laughs> angrily <laughs> they died angrily. Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody dies. angrily. nobody's happy about it. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> any last words? <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. I regret nothing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but cause he always, you know, like when we find out somebody, you know, like a famous historical figure died, you know, cause a lot of them died young. Um, like Shakespeare was in his, wow, he was like 30 years, 30s, 40s, something like that. I mean, he was pretty young. Um, 
And and he always just sort of says, oh, my God, that's so young. And then conversation moves on to the next person who died. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know if he's like mentally banking that stuff, thinking like, when am I going to die? Right. Um, My um, because we're pretty careful to say, you know, like nowadays people don't die, you know, by and large, people don't die that young. Right. I I just got a haircut. This relates, I promise. Which is like dying. And when I yeah yeah right. when I got the haircut, anytime I get my haircut shorter, uh, suddenly a bunch more gray is visible. I'm actually not very gray at all, um, and it's only on the sides of my head, so I can barely see it. So I'm even less gray in my brain than I am in reality. But it's like once my hair starts growing in because it's curly or whatever, I don't know. The gray hair doesn't grow as much, and the brown hair does, so it it vanishes. But when I get a cut, it's a reminder. Hey, look at that old guy. And so I got the haircut, and I come home, and Anya sees, and she's like you can't have gray hair. I said, why can't I have gray hair? Because <laughs> gray hair is, that's the thing that old people have. And Lauren's, Lauren is trying to not have me die right there. And she's like, well, no, some people start going gray when they're in their twenties. Even like it's, it doesn't, you, and the 34 is certainly old enough to have gray hair. And it's like, but no, 34 means you're old. And that means that he's getting closer and closer to dying. And so, Anytime my own mortality comes up or anybody else in the family is always like, you know, we're not, yes, we're all going to die, but it's not going to be for a long, 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 long. And I'll do way more longs than I will test your patients with, but I'll just go, I will do long until they're cracking up. And only after they're like ready to soil themselves laughing will I say time. And that's, that's my approach to handling my mortality with my kids. Right. Joke about it. Okay. So, and then I fake dying right then. <laughs> yeah, talk about call one one. <laughs> yeah. uh so does religion factor in at all like you know i know that um you know there's different religions in the world and so you you practice a certain religion more or less right practice makes perfect right okay so are you asking me yes i'm um, asking you oh, i, I think, definitely I'm not talking to me yeah, I thought it was all of us here, I think you're the most, I don't want to say religious. I don't think that's the right way to say it. It's, I have the, maybe the most observant family. There you go. Um, yeah. But uh, no, religion hasn't factored in at least any answers that I've provided. Um, because I don't, I don't want them to, to, uh, how can I avoid letters? Uh, I don't want them to fall into the trap of, you know, basing their decisions on what they're going to do on, um, aiming to to have a better eternity <laughs> i want them to to li- make good choices for what i would consider better reasons so uh no the religion is playing no factor in what happens when people are dead um when we talk about it with the kids they do you know they like the concept of heaven or whatever is not one that they've never heard of and when they talk about it you know i just kind of test them like well what do you think about it do you feel like that's a real place or is it kind of like a story or a like and so far basically because i'm their dad they've all they're all leaning story now, you know i i don't think it's a real place but i think it's a nice thing that people think about kind of thing yeah i mean we basically we sort of explain we ha- or have explained the concept that so the concepts that some religions adhere to and then also explain that we don't believe those things <laughs> <laughs> My, you know, my and and you know then you are you know you're your own person you will come to your own decisions so, he just thinks he just thinks he's going to live forever is what is what uh that's the decision that he's coming all right so, well, yeah 
uh, when I was telling, the first time I had to talk to Lita about uh, death was when her, her, it was her mother's grandmother passed. And that grandmother lived with, so Lita's great grandmother lived with her grandmother for a lot of years. And so Lita knew her and had spent time with her and stuff. So in talking about it, you know, she asked this, she was like five, I think. And she was like, well, where do they go? Where did she go? Um, Nebraska. Yeah. I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> so uh, you believe in hell. That's a great question. And, you know, you know that she was Mormon. And so Mormons believe that they go. And I didn't get into the, like the Mormon, you know, levels of heaven and all the, the planets and the, the whole thing. Yeah, all that stuff. And so I just said that, you know, Mormons believe that when you die, you go to a better place. And so that's what, that's what Granny believed. But, you know, other people believe things like there's, and I went down the list of a few things. And what, the one that kind of resonated with her was I said, you know, some people believe that you keep coming back to earth as, you know, you get reborn. And she goes, oh, you mean you get to be a baby again? And I said, yes, that's, that's right. That's what some people believe. She loved that. She thought that was the greatest ever. That made her that, feel that really good. That she could good. be a baby again. Yeah, yeah that, that, that Granny Boone's now someone's baby as a new person. She's a new person that came back as a baby somewhere else. Sure. I did not get into the whole like a tree or dog or, you know, other kind of animals <laughs> or whatever. I didn't go deep into the reincarnation dogma. I uh, just hit the top line and seemed to go well. Uh, however, I'm, when I had that conversation, I was convinced that's why religion was created right there was to answer the question <laughs> from a child, what happens when we die? And Snappy maybe grown up to annoying too, children that help. But, but how do you tell your kid? Like, you know, we're going to die and yeah, it's just, it's over. That's it. Yeah. Done. yeah. How do you tell anybody that really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a bummer. <laughs> Happy New Year, guys. Uh, I um I I will say the other difficult conversation that comes up sometimes is um when I lost my train of thought, so I'm stalling and trying to come back to it. Oh, it's going to be a okay. one. That's, yeah, that, that's being sensitive. Sensitive. difficult topic to convert. Com- no, I should no, have known. I, I should have known better. I lost it. Oh well. Never other difficult other difficult topics. <laughs> there was something else that came, oh well, I'm sure when you start talking about something, I'll come up with it. What's sure, the hardest yeah. thing you've had to tell your kids? I love you. <laughs> 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 no, I there hasn't been much that's super difficult. Because like the the couple of deaths that they've had to deal with, you know, they were very sad for me and for Lauren, but they just it, it didn't hit them in the same way because they were too young to really get it, I think, and not quite close enough to the people mm-hmm. to really get it. Um, like for me right now, the most difficult conversations are daddy's going on a business trip for a few days because they just freaking hate that. Like that's when the rending of garments begins. (laughs) (laughs) That you're dead to me, dad. Like they just, why don't you love me? Mm. (laughs) They don't say that. You mean you're going again? Wow. (laughs) Were we bad? Yeah. Yes. You were super bad. And I, and now I have to go to South by Southwest. (laughs) (laughs) Now I have to go to a lot of parties with. I know, <laughs> I'm gonna get super drunk with a bunch of strangers and try on fancy new watches from a ta ta for now. <laughs> um, I, I every time I'm on a plane, 
with like crazy turbulence and i think well maybe i'm about to die uh the i mean this is not an uncommon thought process i mean maybe that part is but the you know i don't think about um uh oh i'm never gonna see my kids again and that's so horrible for me what i worry about is my god Anya is going to be, you know, so upset that I'm never coming back. And what's he going to think? And is Liam going to remember me? And like, the, those yeah, are the yeah. things I right. think about. I hate it. I, right. Thinking about what their reactions would be to my untimely demise is the worst. Yes. I need somebody to talk to me about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I used to like when I was, would travel when Hank was younger, I would, every, before I left, every time I wrote him a note that like I put on the computer. Mm-hmm. because i well i have the thing where i think i am literally gonna die every time i get on a plane so <laughs> uh, well, so, so you better service. write the note because you're gonna die and uh you might as well so there's a service that i use this is 100 true called dead man's switch they're oh. at dead man's switch.net dead man's switch.net that's great that and, really uh, it's gonna completely help my psychosis they um <laughs> you write up emails you can do up yep. to two emails for up to two recipients each um and then you can go premium and write more emails. And then once a month, they'll send you an email saying, hey, are you still alive? If so, click this link. And if you go too long without clicking that link, they assume that you're dead. Um, it'll okay. email you 30 days, then 45 days, and then 52 days. And if you don't respond, if you don't click the link after 52 days, 60 days after they've last heard from you, they're going to send those emails. Um, and you can customize the date intervals. But so I have emails. Uh, I, I basically just wrote one giant one to Lauren, but it has messages for all the kids in it. And every every and month your, when I get the thirty all your reminder, passwords, like, <laughs> delete the following sevenfold. No, um, <laughs> please, please, please clear my browser history. <laughs> yeah, but every time I get the email from like Dead Man Switch hasn't heard from me in a while, I'm still out there. I'm like, yes, I lived another month. Way to go, me! It's <laughs> oh, so it's an affirmation. Exactly. No, oh, that's nice. Give me pride. Okay, that sounds good. We should get them to sponsor. Yeah, that yeah. might be a good sponsor for the show. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to say, um, I, I this is a hard one to kind of bring up, so I'm going to try and do it carefully. But when uh, I was uh, first separated from their mother, the way that we spoke about that was very careful. Um, right. And I would say every day for like the first probably six months, maybe even a year, you know that we're separated and it's it's between your mother and I. It's not about you guys. And Lita would go, yeah, you said that yesterday. And then she, <laughs> I could see she was kind of annoyed, like, wait a minute, maybe it is about us. You're saying it so much. What are you right. trying to hide, Dad? Yeah, and I'm definitely. like, I'm not, you know, take a deep breath. I just want you to know for sure. I don't want you to get down the road in five years and go, it's definitely my fault. It's totally my fault. Because it's not your fault. I want to tell you so much that you're sick of me hearing. You know, you're sick of me telling you. Because I want you to know it's not your fault. And because I think in, of all the things that can happen in a, a divorce or separation, I think that's the worst, is a kid can think it's their fault. And even if, if it was a kid's fault, they should never know it. Yeah. But was in my case, fault? that was not, <laughs> Wait, that, okay. that was not the kid's fault. Uh, How can it I'm be joking the about that's a joke, mind. by the way. That's not, that's not <laughs> serious. Like, wait a minute. What can the kid do? Uh, no. okay. like, we, Please continue. I, I will be honest. And it's the reality is Lauren and I got all our fighting out much earlier in our relationship. And so we very rarely have fights. Yeah. And extremely rarely would have like a blow up of any kind. Like I'm saying the average is probably less than one half times per year. Um, but I can recall one time that we did fight 
in the presence of our kids. And uh, Anya was like, are you guys getting a divorce? Wow. Um, Cause she saw us fight. And like, it wasn't even like there were no throwing things. There were no casting of aspersions. We were just disagreeing. And I mean, we were disagreeing immaturely eventually, but still it wasn't, it wasn't horrible. Um, Slap fight. Fuck me. Fuck you. No. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, what is fuck? No. And so this is you, um, but we're like, no. And like, it was nice because it basically ended the fight. It was like, well, no, we're not. We're disagreeing. And I think this and mommy thinks this, and there's no happy medium here. So we're disagreeing, but because we disagree about things doesn't mean that we're getting divorced. Luckily we've built this foundation of love. And so, more often what happens now is if Anya gets in trouble for something or one of the other kids and I have to tell them, you know, Hey, you're being a pain and here are the, all the things you've done wrong right now in the past five seconds. And um, this is why I'm divorcing you. Right. And so you're out of the family, but no, I'll ex- <laughs> I always explain to them. And this just happened with Anya like two days ago where she, every night is the same freaking thing. Go upstairs. You're going to get undressed, go to the bathroom, put on your pajamas. Um, and every night I come upstairs after finishing cleaning up dinner with Lauren and, Anya has done maybe one of those three things. Like I've, or and you got to put your clothes in the laundry pile in the laundry basket. And so she'll like have put on her pajamas, but she hasn't gone to the bathroom. And the clothes are all on the floor or she's still wearing her regular clothes. Hasn't been on the pajamas, but at least she's gone to the bathroom. Like she can't get them all done. Yeah. And so a couple of nights ago, I'm like, you always screw this up. Let's get it right tonight. You tell me the four things she told me. And I go up there and she has missed like four of them. Like she's done none of them. And she's like, but you didn't tell me to put on my pajamas. Like, Anya, we sat downstairs and had a conversation about it. She's like, oh, that's true. Um, she always immediately is like, but we, you never even told me to do this. And of course we did. Um, but uh, so I was annoyed and I told her that I was annoyed. I'm like, but listen, here's the nice thing. Like, even when I'm annoyed at you, I still love you. And I still think you're great and awesome person. Like awesome people can still annoy their dad sometimes. And she really seems, I, I always tell her that stuff, but she really seems to like it. It always makes her smile. Like, well, <laughs> I can keep fucking up. Yeah. I guess right, right. yeah. <laughs> no consequences oh, excellent. I don't have to do the things that he's telling me to do. Yeah. Fantastic. So I've ruined my kids. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Hank just sleeps in his clothes. <laughs> I always yeah. want to let them do that. And Lauren, just like, Lauren thinks that's horrible. Just, well, I mean, you know, and you know, we have an offer, you know, you want, you want to get it, you want, you know, I'll get you some pajamas. Other than that, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and, and the, the other thing is like, he doesn't mind so much when we ask him to brush his teeth because he knows he can do a half-assed job. <laughs> if like, if he does it himself, just go in there like, shoop, shoop, yep, done, brushed my teeth. So uh, that's our problem mostly is like, got to stand over him monitor the situation yeah, monitor keep coming in hey hey let's uh, see those teeth yeah. um i had to do, i i and my probably one of my most ocd things i was i ins- instituted a teeth check in the morning before we left and i had to slot that into the schedule it's like got to allow for like anywhere from th- 10 seconds to like three minutes if they need to brush right there's a whole right. thing yeah so now was this a sniff test or a visual how are you no, it's visual it was visual and um it yeah it was a there was a techniques problem and so we had to work on that yeah yeah the crazy thing is he floss he flosses like a maniac because when things get stuck in his teeth he can't stand it it drives him absolutely Mm. berserk so he like he'll like during a meal he will he will jump up and run to the bathroom to floss like like three <laughs> that's great because he's got kids some like want us to let them floss more and we don't because we're jerks but we we still do most wait, of the brushing wait for them. wait 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 
you don't <laughs> let them floss. Like when? Well, what is the circumstance where they're? Okay. You're like, I can't. We can, no. You just no, no flossing right now. They want us to floss. Like we do most oh, of the brushing. I was I just see. gonna say, and because they don't, they, you know, we for a while we let them do it, and then we went to the dentist, and he's like, nope, not yeah. happening here. And so we took over again, and so now it's like I'll do the brushing, and now you do the brushing. And I guess the nice thing to do would be to say, okay, you guys can just floss yourselves and let them be terrible about it. And as we're talking about it, it seems like the obvious solution, but it hasn't occurred to me until this moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's string. I mean, it's not like, you know, I don't know. Especially if you go old school. Do you have like those funky little toothpick things with the floss on them? Yeah. Those little, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've got some of those. See, um the terrible. Have you ever bought the uh, the Toms of Maine? No. It's like a length of rope. It's it's crazy <laughs> thick. I, I like I couldn't I couldn't even get it through my between my teeth. It's ridiculous. Don't even bother. They're, That's my advice. Is it made? They're of not. Hemp? They're not going to be an advertiser. Toms <laughs> yeah, of Maine. I'm putting the stake. I'm putting the, no, I'm putting the stake. I'm putting the stake in the ground right here. I'm not <laughs> having them. <laughs> I do love their toothpaste, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, now I know. The most difficult conversation I've had with the kids is we're switching to this other toothpaste that you hate. <laughs> Man, when we switched toothpaste, there was such rebellion. And we were like, you know, we're, we're the kind of family, we're not going to make two dinners. We're going to make one dinner and you can eat it or you can be hungry. It's fine. We're not going to force eating it, but we're not giving something else. This toothpaste, we get the new straw, like a different brand of strawberry toothpaste, more, I don't know, like organic, whatever Lauren bought, hippie-ish. And they're like, no, this is horrible. We need to go back to the old toothpaste. We're not going to do this. But we're like, no, this is the toothpaste we got. And you can brush your teeth. It's fine. You don't have to swallow it. You brush and you spit it out. And they hated it so much that we caved. <laughs> so <laughs> we're back to the regular strawberry flavored toothpaste with the watermelon and the strawberry on the packaging. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we're back. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We had a choice between mint and gel or paste, basically. Although I do think there was a cinnamon toothpaste at one point, but now it's like it's watermelon flavored with special fun time bubblegum capabilities. You know, like it's it's not even toothpaste; it's, it's full candy. it's full of sugar. <laughs> yeah, or it's not sugar like sugar. substance. Yeah, right. So okay, John. I think the, thing, the bottom line is don't talk to your kids. Yeah, don't ever. <laughs> yeah. No. What What was the hardest thing that you had to tell your? I can't think, I mean, I can't think of one particular thing. I mean, telling him that the principal died was, was kind of hard and thank God I didn't do that. Um, I shouldn't laugh. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. Telling him, that, the he, that, telling him that he left his teddy bear at a, at a, after we were already on the plane. Ooh, that was hard. Oh man. <laughs> um, oh but, man, that sounds bad. But fortunately it was like, it was like version number two of the teddy bear and version number one was at home so smart but he was not happy on the plane he was very sad he's yeah. a sad sad camper um yeah <laughs> i guess that's that's the hardest thing is we haven't had anybody close to him die <laughs> and you john i'm trying what's the hardest thing you've had to tell the kids uh, i have a guess uh, uh, death anytime there's been a death has been tough i think oh, okay i was that was not my guess um I think that the the separation and divorce was the hardest. Yeah. Okay. That that was my guess. Okay. That that was hard, that was harder by far because that's something that they're going to continue living with, right? right? Like like a death, the person dies. We have a funeral and we try to remember them, 
but and then we have pictures and stuff like that and we can do it but like separation and divorce is something you live like, i don't know it's just different it, it was just harder it was yeah harder. yeah i believe it so uh Wow, what a great way to just get the day going. <laughs> this is an upper, everybody. Well, so next week, next this. week we'll be back to talk about murder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tune in for next week's episode, <laughs> where we'll talk about murder, Capital. child molestation, and imprisonment, incarceration. And right. uh, by the way, federal, here's the good news: yeah. people are, uh, you know, many people are starving to death in Bosnia right now. Mm. So. <laughs> I'm just trying to come up with an uplifting note. Oh, oh, like so that's not us. Is what the you're high saying, note, like. end of the high note. Oh yeah, so that's right. It's always it's all relative, isn't it? Hmm. <laughs> well, there's always somebody worse off than you. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to don't forget to tip your waitress. <laughs>